Hello and welcome to this Friday Law of Success Mastermind call. Uh, today's call is the Law of Success. We are going to talk about the sixth sense. The startling power of imagination. My method of addressing the members of the imaginary cabinet would vary according to the traits of character which I was for the moment. This is Friday, July 26, 2019, if I didn't say that already. <laughs> I'm completely out of it today, completely worn out. I apologize. My method of addressing the members of the imaginary cabinet would vary according to the traits of the character which I was, for the moment, most interested in acquiring. I studied the records of their lives with painstaking care. After some months of this nightly procedure, I was astounded by the discovery that these imaginary figures became apparently real. Each of these nine men developed individual characteristics which surprised me. For example, Lincoln developed the habit of always being late then walking around in solemn parade. He always wore an expression of seriousness upon his face. Rarely did I see him smile. That was not true of the others. Burbank and Payne often indulged in witty repertoire, repi which seemed at times to shock the other members of the cabinet. On one occasion, Burbank was late. When he came, he was excited with enthusiasm and explained that he had been late because of an experiment he was making, through which he hoped to be able to grow apples on any sort of tree. Payne chided him by reminding him that it was an apple which started all the trouble between man and woman. Darwin chuckled heartily as he suggested that Payne would watch out for little serpents when he went into the forest to gather apples. as they had the habit of growing into big snakes. Emerson observed, no serpents, no apples, and Napoleon remarked, no apples, no state. These meetings became so realistic that I became fearful of their consequences and discontinued them for several months. The experiences were so uncanny, I was afraid if I continued them, I would lose sight of the fact that these meetings were purely experiences of my imagination. This is the first time that I have had the courage to mention this. Heretofore, I have remained quiet on the subject because I knew from my own attitude in connection with such matters that I would be misunderstood if I described my unusual experience. I have been emboldened now to reduce my experience to the printed page because I am now less concerned about what they say than I was in the years that have passed. Lest I be misunderstood, I wish here to state most emphatically that I still regard my cabinet meetings as being purely imaginary. 
but I feel entitled to suggest that while the members of my cabinet may be purely fictional and the meetings existent only in my own imagination, they have led me into glorious paths of adventure, rekindled an appreciation of true greatness, encouraged executive endeavor, and emboldened the expression of honest thought. Tapping the Source of Inspiration Somewhere in the cell structure of the brain is located an organ which receives vibrations of thought ordinarily called hunches. So far, science has not discovered where the, this organ of the sixth sense is located, but this is not important. The fact remains that human beings do receive accurate knowledge through sources other than the physical senses. Each knowledge generally is received when the mind is under the influence of extraordinary stimulation. Any emergency which arouses the emotions of causes and causes the heart to beat more rapidly than normal may and generally does bring the sixth sense into action. Anyone who has experienced a near accident while driving knows that on such occasions, the sixth sense often comes to one's rescue and aids by split seconds in avoiding the accident. These facts are mentioned preliminary to a statement of fact which I shall now make, namely that during my meetings with the invisible counselor, I find my mind most receptive to ideas, thoughts, and knowledge which reach me through the sixth sense. On scores of occasions, when I have faced emergencies, some of them so grave that my life was in jeopardy, I have been miraculously guided past these difficult difficulties through the influence of my, my invisible counselors. My original purpose in conducting council meetings with the imaginary be beings was solely that of impressing my own subconscious mind through the principle of auto-suggestion with certain characteristics which I desired to acquire. In more recent years, my experimentation has taken on an entirely different trend. I now go to my imaginary counselors with very different prob di very difficult pro problem, with every difficult problem which confronts me and my clients. The results are often astonishing, although I do not depend entirely on this form of counsel. The mighty force of slow growth. The sixth sense is not something that one can take off and put on at will. Ability to use this great power comes slowly through application of the other principles outlined in this book. No matter who you are or what may have been your purpose in reading this book, you can profit by it without understanding the principle described in this chapter. This is especially true if your major purpose is that of accumulation of money or other material things. The purpose on The Sixth Sense was included because the book is designed for the purpose of presenting a complete philosophy by which individuals may unerringly guide themselves in attaining whatever they ask of life. The starting point of all achievement is desire. The finishing point is that brand of knowledge, which leads to understanding, understanding of self, understanding of others, understandings of the laws of nature, recognition, and understanding of happiness. 
This sort of understanding comes in its fullness only through familiarity with and use of the principle of the sixth sense. Having read the chapter, you must have observed that while reading it, you were lifted to a high level of mental stimulation. Splendid. Come back to this again a month from now, read it once more, and observe that your mind will soar to a still higher level of stimulation. Repeat this experience from time to time, giving no concern as to how much or how little you learn at the time, and eventually you will find yourself in possession of a power that will enable you to throw off discouragement, master fear, overcome procrastination, and draw freely upon the imagination. Then you will have felt the touch of that unknown something, which has been the moving spirit of every truly great thinker, leader, artist, musician, writer, statesman. Then you will be in a position to transmute your desires into the physical or financial counterpart as easily as you may lie down and quit at the first sight of opposition. Then you will be in a position to transmute your desires into their physical or financial counterpart as easily as you may lie down and quit at the first sign of opposition. Very interesting way to end the chapter. All right. Tomorrow we will recap this week. Thank you for listening or watching another episode of the Law of Success Mastermind.